For those familiar with the Marathon trilogy, it's evident there are many nods and allusions to Greco-Roman mythologies and history. The pleasant mixture of text-based narrative and first-person action begs the player's imagination to connect some rather hidden dots. Real-world connections are bound to be made, and internet subcultures have done just that for decades. However, there is another cast of history that the Marathon Saga includes, that of the ancient Egyptians. Some of these inclusions are direct. A character, an ancient AI, is named after the Egyptian god Thoth. This AI's role, along with the living conditions of the Sfit, a slave race of the fictional antagonists of the series, the Four Empire, both exemplify the Egyptian involvement in the game's deep background. In this way, it could be said that Egypt played a more significant role in ancient Greco-Roman antiquity than some might realize. All right, so the next portion of this broadcast is going to be uh, pretty loose, you know, just me talking. Um, so, as I said in the abstract, um, some characters in the Marathon series are named right after Egyptian people, um, or deities, I should say. So, if you're familiar with Marathon 2, there's a level called God Will Sort the Dead, and in there is a terminal that says, quote, Durandal gave the name Thoth to the ancient personality construct we are trying to activate. Someone here said that Thoth is, uh, was excuse me, the ancient Egyptian god of wisdom, with a human body but the head of an ibis, unquote. Um, so there's another terminal in Marathon 2 on a level called Beware of Abandoned Rental Trucks uh, from Thoth himself. It says, quote, Glyphs never understood while young, alive, now reveal the end of my creation, unquote. Now, that text is a little grainy. There's some words that are in parentheses with question marks in front of them, young and alive, um, together. Um, there's speculation as to why that is. Um, it could be true. Um, some people uh, on the uh, marathon.bungie.org people are very good and uh, very resourceful about figuring that sort of stuff out, you know, why they think that is what it is. Um, but I'm going to quote from you now, um, not just from Marathon, but from a couple other sources. Um, I've been doing some research, and um, I'm interested to hear where, what you think I found. So glyphs. Why is glyphs important? Well, Thoth was uh, a god of writing, of letters, which I'm going to quote from uh, Plato in just a moment. But um, there's a book called Memphis Under the Ptolemies, which uh, on page 114 is a description uh, of temples in Ptolemaic Egypt. And it says, quote, The sacred books contained in temple libraries formed a repository of religious learning. Librarian priests were also scribes and scholars. Thoth was the god especially connected with priestly literacy. And the high priests had their own library, where perhaps were stored the records of the major religious ceremonies in which they played key roles. 
This was a literate community in which ancient wisdom was preserved in written form. Unquote. Now you could go, well, wait a minute, glyphs, uh, that's not writing, that's, uh, you know, word pictures. Well, uh, there's another book uh, by Parsons, and it is called City of the Sharp-Nosed Fish. And on page 40, it says, quote, Writing had a long history in Egypt and high prestige. Priests and bureaucrats required it for their calling in the Pharaonic kingdom and mastered a complex script in its various forms. The stately hieroglyphic, there it is, the more fluid hieratic, the hasty cursive demotic used for more ordinary documents, etc., etc., unquote. So, why this is significant is that if you know the marathon story, you know that um, the Sphit, which are the slave race of the Four Empire, um, they're enemies most often throughout the series if you've played them. Um, they have an, uh, a lost 11th clan, which um, you are tasked with trying to uh, uh, reunite them with for various reasons and through other, uh, uh, you know, other forces, deus ex machina sort of stuff through Durandal. It's all, it's all, you know, the story can be complicated. Um, but... There is um, there's another terminal in Marathon 2, in a level called Where the Twist Flops, and it says, quote, again from Thoth, I understand your construct search for my creators, wishing to tell them that their old brothers are now slaves, waiting to be freed. A connection, Ansible, was left awaiting the next quiet peace, and though destroyed by the threes, it will scream over the void one time. Unquote. Now, again, that's kind of a grainy passage, um, but it's clear, and it's made clear throughout the story a couple times, that, uh, you know, the Sfit need to be reunited to defeat the four with you. Um, and hieroglyphics is uh, the way, a big way, that that happens. Um, if you read, if you interpret the terminals that way, uh, as I do. Um, by the way, one thing that caught my eye while I was researching today was um, in that last passage, and though destroyed by the threes, so Thoth was equivalent with the god Hermes uh, in Greece. And sometimes Hermes is called Hermes Trismegistus, three times great, or thrice great. So, little play on threes there. I thought that was interesting. Oh, what else? What else? What else? There's, there's some stuff I found on um, diseases that I thought you might find interesting. Um, so, if you're familiar with Thucydides... Well, hold on. Actually, let me go back to Plato. I, I told you that I would uh, cite them, and I will cite them. Not them, him. So Plato wrote a book called The Phaedrus. And uh, in The Phaedrus is a passage that uh, has a conversation going between Phaedrus and Socrates. 
And Socrates goes like this, he goes, and uh, to quote this, I heard then that at Naucratus in Egypt was one of the ancient gods of that country, the one whose sacred bird is called the Ibis, and the name of the god himself was Thuth. Now, Thuth and Thoth are the same person. Um, they're just spelled a little differently in the Greek sometimes. This way it's spelled Theta, Epsilon, Upsilon, Theta, but other times it's Theta, Omega, Theta, Thoth. This is Thuth, but it's, it's the same person, same god. Uh, he it was who invented numbers and arithmetic and geometry and astronomy, also droughts and dice, and most important of all, letters. Now the king of all Egypt at that time was the god Thamus, who lived in the great city of the upper region, which the Greeks call the Egyptian Thebes, and they call the god himself Amun. To him came Thuth to show his invention, saying that they ought to be imparted to the other Egyptians. But Thamus asked what use there was in each, and as Thuth enumerated their uses, expressed praise or blame according as he approved or disapproved. The story goes that Thamus said many things to Thuth in praise or blame of the various arts, which it would take too long to repeat, but when they came to the letters, quote, This invention, O king, said Thuth, will make the Egyptians wiser and will improve their memories, for it is an elixir of memory and wisdom that I have discovered, unquote. So again, there is the stuff on letters. Letters plays a big, big role in ancient Egypt um, and in this fit, in this game. Um, now, the, the passage continues. Thamus actually takes umbrage with that, which I can say for another broadcast. Um, but uh, that is what I found um, about Egypt, specifically about their religion. About the god Thoth, really. Um, and there's plenty more uh, open discussion that this could lead to, you know. Um, I invite anybody to comment on this and, uh, you know, tell me where I'm going wrong or where I'm right or if I'm just waffling, you know. Um, but the second part of this uh, uh, whole segment here is, um, just briefly, something about a, a disease. If you keep going in Marathon 2, you'll eventually come uh, to a level called This Side Toward Enemy. Um, and there's a terminal on there that says, quote, there's a virus down here. Well, well let me back up just a little bit, uh, unquote. <laughs> um, there's a level before that called the hard stuff rules. I think it's before that. Um, there's a terminal on there that says, quote, the four appear to have been reluctant to attack the citadel directly. Radiation lingering in the area even after a thousand years suggests that they irradiated the citadel and let the spit die slowly. Now, if I remember the game correctly, I think you go there. And uh, there's another passage in that level that says, quote, It appears that the spit retreated into bunkers under the citadel during the final four bombardment a thousand years ago. You are going to search these bunkers, unquote. And I think that's what you do. Then you get to a level called this side toward enemy, and it says, quote, There's a virus down here which kills four in a matter of hours. Our Svits say it was bioengineered by their ancestors during the war against the four a thousand years ago. Whatever, it's saving our butts, unquote. So, what does this have to do with Egypt or anything? So apparently, when you're fighting, you find or discover a virus down in this citadel. Um, 
I don't remember if it was actually in the game or not, or if it was just in the terminals where it's mentioned. But, you know, the four enslaved this fit a thousand years ago, much like, you know, the Egyptians were uh, conquered many times by the Persians, the Greeks, the Romans. I mean, they were conquered by everybody. Um, but Thucydides, which is a major, major source about Greek history, um, curiously enough, mentions a particular plague that ravaged Athens. Uh, I believe it was the 4th century B.C. Let me look that up real quick. 4th or 5th, maybe. Okay, 430 B.C. was the 5th. The plague of Athens. Um, terrible. Terrible plague. According to Thucydides, he goes, quote, The disease began, it is said, in Ethiopia beyond Egypt, and then descended into Egypt and Libya and spread over the greater part of the king's territory. Then it suddenly fell upon the city of Athens. Uh, unquote. And it goes on and on. And again, there's the reference to the Greeks. But as far as Egypt goes, um, Salares says in a book called The Ecology of the Ancient Greek World, uh, quote, Thucydides had no precedent for such an event. There is no good reason for doubting his statement, uh, his statement that it started in Ethiopia, that is, even though skepticism may be in order regarding later historians who took Thucydides as their model and located the origin of other epidemics in Ethiopia. The information about Ethiopia is presented as hearsay. There was probably little or no reliable information available in Athens about what was going on in Ethiopia. Uh, and it goes on, and he says, Consequently, there is no reason for disbelieving the information that Egypt and most of the rest of the Persian Empire were affected by the epidemic. Egypt was the most densely populated part of the Mediterranean in antiquity, and so was the most probable region for epidemics of density-dependent diseases to commence and then spread to other areas, unquote. So it may not have started there, but there is a bad virus under that citadel that... Um, the Svet used to kill the four. Um, and if you want to equate the citadel with Egypt, you know, Egypt was a hotspot for a deadly, deadly virus. And um, so far, that's really all I have for you tonight. Um, I hope you enjoyed this. Um, a bit unorganized. <laughs> it's late. But um, this is fun. I enjoy this. And I will uh, certainly do this again. Um, thank you for listening. Have a good night. Music